The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist... (laughs) I could tell in your voice there was trepidation, because you knew. You knew I had to follow up, and I'm going to do it, James. That's me. Try to to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. You see how long I, or how fast I jumped in there so there wouldn't be a pause to make you all anxious? I was right on there. (laughs) Because every time you get so upset if there's even the slightest break, and uh, I'm just seamless. It's not upset. It's bemused. Clearly one of us is holding this podcast back, and that person (laughs) might be you. I I don't want to point fingers, but I'm definitely pointing two fingers directly at you at this very moment in the general direction of your state. Anyway. You had a 50-50 shot at getting that one right. I'm afraid you fell short, but all right. What are we talking about tonight, Steve? Oh, this is nice. So you're the one that walks us into the topic every week until I say what the topic should be because we don't have a topic. And you're like, got it, boss. And now you throw it back well, to you me know because you, I, you have fear. I thought I was going to give you a little bit of credit, a little bit of acknowledgement for finally coming up with a good idea on one of our podcasts. But if you don't want to take credit for it, I will go ahead and run with it. We are going to do a little bit of a meta episode tonight. Where we're going to look at the overall experience of giving people advice on relationships because a lot of times the advice we give if they were to follow it it has pretty serious implications i mean it could ruin lives it could save lives it could do a lot of things and we're just kind of throwing this advice out willy-nilly you know disclaimer at the start of the podcast notwithstanding this is this is a heavy podcast burden we bear but yet we do it (laughs) week after week so what are your thoughts steve I am surprised after what we're at like 125 ish, 123 ish, but uh, the questions keep coming in. So it's a testimony, a testament. That is a tip of the cap to our audience. But it's been most interesting to me because the internet is sort of a game that you win with negativity. <laughs> like you get points for negativity. And yet, it seems like. Most of the feedback we get for this podcast has been pretty positive. So I've been pleasantly surprised, a little bit relieved, and happy to do it every week. I don't know how you feel about it. Well, I definitely don't read the comments. It's not always positive. <laughs> yeah. It only seems positive if you screen those out. I, I learned real quick you get people, I don't know, they, they, they get touchy about different issues. Anything to do with mental illness, you would definitely don't read the comments on that one because they uh, uh, bipolar disorder or uh, borderline personality disorder. We've had a couple of those and, and people get pretty fired up about that stuff. But those are serious relationship issues people want to know about. Um, some of those, we actually hear back from people occasionally about the advice. I don't know that we've actually, in terms of the people we've an- whose questions we've answered, I've never heard from anybody who was angry about it. I've, I've read other angry comments or tried to ignore other angry comments. But from the people themselves, they've either they've either said they appreciated our advice or they've said nothing, which is exactly the kind of feedback I want. <laughs> if you don't like it, <laughs> I just like the absence of any data whatsoever. So, I mean, who's gonna, who's going to report back to us and say, "Well, you don't know if you, you didn't know if I was my relationship was going to work, so I uh, I broke up with my husband and now I'm alone and I hate my life and uh, thanks for nothing." Like we, it's all because of you. Yeah, I mean, which which would just raise a lot of questions about why are you giving so much power to somebody you've never met who has a podcast that very few people listen to. But uh, 
I, that's a whole other relationship issue we could go into. Yeah, the long and short of that one is a lot of people do listen to this one, which is why it amazes me even more that we have maintained our listener base because it feels like, and maybe this is just to you and I because we have to listen to it every week while we're recording it, but it feels like we we sort of recycle some basic tenants over and over again. But I guess people, repetition creates... Uh, response like they, they might like sort of being able to analyze relationships one of the things that uh, you and i were talking about before we started recording today was communication and how that's really the bulk of what i do with couples is just teach how to communicate and it, it's always sort of surprising to me and i need a reality check once in a while that i see things and I almost see them in my head, even though it's a relational show, relational issue. But I see things very clearly of what's going wrong. And it surprises me that the couple doesn't or that a person doesn't. And so as I kind of lay it out for them and I use metaphor and different kind of teaching strategies, like they're like, oh, yeah, I didn't notice that. And bringing balance back. And that to me seems simple, but to a lot of people that isn't simple or they wouldn't write into a show like ours. So even though we keep there are certain themes that have repeated in 120 some episodes. I think it's useful to keep going over them and instructing people at how to do a little self-analysis and also to kind of recognize balance in a relationship. So I've been very pleased along the way. Well, really, every relationship issue basically boils down to setting boundaries and sticking up for yourself. I mean, 99% of the time, that's what it is. When you get into communication, I mean, what are you communicating? You're communicating your boundaries and you're communicating your own needs, you know, looking out for you. And we really haven't had any where we said you need to you need to sacrifice and defer to the other person but that might just be because you know when you get a question and you only hear one person's side of the story sure. it'd be interesting if we had dueling questions from two different people on the same general <laughs> issue that would be a whole different perspective that would that would be less relationship advice and more divorce court perhaps uh, but yeah it's uh, and i think that i think that's uh, you know that, that that's kind of the perspective you get from all of that, that uh, humans are more similar than they are different. We do all have the same kind of problems, uh, but really whether it's an issue with your spouse, whether it's an issue with your boss, whether it's an issue with your pet, it's really, I mean, if you stand up for yourself and establish what you will stand for and what you won't stand for, I, I mean, that takes care of pretty much everything. And it's how you deliver that package. So it's not necessarily the present, it's how it's wrapped that allows it to be received and or taken seriously by the other person. So I, I, I'm trying to dovetail our two answers here, James. <laughs> Look at because it. I don't want to make a, a whole bunch of militant people marching in on their spouse and kicking the door open and shining a light in their eyes and going, listen, buster. <laughs> like uh, that doesn't always lend itself to good positive change within a relationship. But you're right. It's about balancing power in a relationship and getting needs met. And that's a hard trick if you don't learn good strategies when you're young. And I don't know that parents are always real adept at teaching those things. And heck, a lot of it you you sort of learn on the fly. Like, I realize you didn't date until your wedding day, James. <laughs> but for most kids, when they hit 15, 16 and start dating, like, they're horrible at it. Because you got to kind of figure out... Not only how to be in a relationship with another person, but also how you act in a relationship. Like, you have no experience with that until really rubber hits the road. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's the kind of thing that has to be field tested. The theoretical knowledge does is only yeah. so effective in these relationships. And I mean, truth be told, I'm probably the least qualified person to give advice on relationships or really on anything. I mean, the great thing about being uh, an English major is I literally have no expertise except at speaking the language that everyone else already <laughs> speaks. I am I am the most unqualified person on the planet. What continues to alarm me though is that you are overqualified for this podcast and have actual both real world experience and educational experience which makes me really question whatever college let you in. I mean, I know one kicked you out, but one didn't, and they really dropped the ball there. I will say I am eternally grateful for that college because without them, I wouldn't be talking to you right now. You know what? Actually, in retrospect, this whole thing has really made my life a lot harder than it should be. So I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, so, all right, regrets all around. But this is our most popular podcast. I mean, you've got 19 podcasts on the side. We've got two together. But this is the one because I think ultimately people just like looking in on other people's problems. I think that's the it's the voyeur effect that keeps people coming back. And whether our advice works or whether it doesn't work, it's entertaining as things go down in flames or don't go down in flames. And that's, and that's what keeps people listening. You know, I think it's too that people all have similar questions, as you just alluded to, but they're not all confident enough and or have enough time and or willing to write them out and send them to us. So there is something universal about many of the questions, and that's why we get so many listeners. Like, they can all relate or at least uh, relate to most of the questions that we talk about, and that's what makes a show like this tick. Well, if you have a question you'd like to send in, uh, send that to James Breakwell at ExplodingUnicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It does not have to be a marriage question, despite the title of the podcast. It can be between boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, coworkers, parent, pet, whatever you got. Send it in. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back. <laughs>